In today's episode, we talk about how you can pace yourself in a certain way to end the criticism that's happening in your relationship. The real question is this How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. This is Sarah. And this is Rafi. And it is episode 180. And we're talking about criticism and relationships because it's very common, but there are things that you can do. There's always things that you can do to help your relationship. And this one is in regards to criticism. And we commonly hear it, and we've experienced it as well, especially like with wedding planning because this is usually a big deal to the brides right and we get so overwhelmed if you're engaged and you're planning your wedding you know how overwhelming it can get and you have so many things to do a huge to-do list and it's kind of like where do I start and there's the two of you right bride and groom so hopefully you're planning your wedding together. It's a team, joint effort. Um, but sometimes we come across couples that will express that, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. There's I have to do this, this, and this, this for the wedding. And then the guy's kind of like, it's not a big deal. It's one day. It's It's a party. Like, just figure it out. And then that leaves the bride like really upset. Mm. <laughs> and I know I would be upset too if that happened to me. I know there were some times where I would reach out to you with my stress and ask for your opinions and your help and you're kind of just like, whatever you want. Because you didn't... Re- yeah, I didn't really care <laughs> too much about the wedding day, to be honest. I'm just going to be completely honest on this show. I didn't really care about the wedding day. Initially, I kind of came into this thinking, let's just get married. Like the sacrament is the most important, which it is. It's 100% the Mm -hmm. most important. But not having that balance as to really understanding the needs of (laughs) Sarah, of what she desired for this wedding day. Because for me, my idea was, let's go to a restaurant. Let's hang out with all of our friends and family after we get married sacramentally and we'll save so much money it would it would be such a great idea but yeah when i would like kind of share my my ideas of our budget being like i think it was like five thousand dollars yeah that's a no-go for me in hawaii (laughs) yeah she was pretty upset and i started to get to understand what she needed and really trying to support herself uh trying to support her and what what she envisioned for our wedding day Mm -hmm. And I definitely simplified my 
original thoughts of what our wedding would look like was、well, probably more of like me thinking about, oh, this is what my wedding is gonna look like versus what our wedding is gonna look like. Because I didn't include your opinions, your simple opinions before. <laughs> yeah, once we got once we got married. I mean, once we got engaged, she went on this Pinterest free. Like spree, like putting all the ideas, and I'm like, I just fell asleep that night. It's like, all right, <laughs> I was just like, I, I proposed to her, and it's all good. <laughs> yep. But again, we both had different needs, and we wanted to work together to to fulfill those needs, and really just get to understand each other and what we really desired, and not just me or her.、Mm-hmm. We're always working as a team. Yeah, because that that would be rough if he were just like. Figure it out. Just be within the budget and figure it out. Oh, oh. Yeah, because she、that、was would, already going through a lot of stuff. Yeah. With family not being happy with the situation,、mm-hmm. so me belittling her or criticizing her for her inability to like do the wedding stuff on her own would just add more added added stress on her, and it's not fun. No. Wedding planning is not fun.、No. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, like, it is fun, like in certain <laughs> points, but then majority of it, I I didn't really have fun. Like, I, I'm not gonna want to do that again, <laughs> and I'm glad that I don't have to because I'm married to you. I would want to do it again. No, <laughs> no, I would want to do the wedding day again. That was fun, but the planning, oof. That's my. I'm praying、strength. for all of you engaged couples. Like, that was a rough, rough、yes. time. But thankfully, you were very gracious in how you handled everything,、um, and the whole idea here is that Rafi was able to support me and prevent himself from criticizing me and all the things I wanted to do by really pacing himself. And for that, I'm so grateful. Um, and I'll share a little bit more about like what it means to pace yourself, but I want to talk a little bit more about criticism and belittling in a relationship, because you might recognize it in your own relationship. Maybe you hear things like "Oh, that's so petty," or you know, just just figure it out or just let it go. It's probably nothing. It could also sound like, "Oh, that's dumb," or "You're dumb."、Um, oh, yeah, anyone could do that. It might sound like that.、Um, other criticisms poke at you, so like, "You're so spoiled. You're unappreciative. You're being ridiculous. You're making yourself look like a fool."、Um, some other things that might sound like is saying or hearing, "You're never going to change." Like when your partner has a disbelief in you,、um, and then another one, which is, which kind of like triggers me, is when someone says you don't know what you're talking about, or you don't know this, and it's like, how do you know that I don't know that, or that I don't know myself? But, <laughs> but anyway, overall, belittling is making us. Or our situation seeming unimportant, and hearing that from our loved one, our partner, can be really hurtful. Because、yeah. 
what does that do in your relationship? I mean, ultimately, like when you're reaching out to your partner for that emotional connection or help, if you hear your partner just completely just stonewall you or just like deflect what Shut you're you trying down. to connect, like you trying to connect with them, that deletes, that that destroys the trust. That destroys the trust in your relationship, and then you start to see the deflecting happening in your in your communication. When you try to reach out for help, when you're stressed, and then your partner's like, "It's not a big deal," and then you come back like, "What are you talking about? This is a big deal," and then mm-hmm. it just builds up and up and up. And yeah, all that could be just stopped if one of you decides to. Well, I mean, the person that that's listening for their partner's need. Because at the, like the underlying reason why your partner is frustrated, stressed, or something, there's a there's a need there, and we need to be more cognizant as to asking the right questions to figuring out what is my partner feeling. Like these are the surface level feelings that they're showing right now, but the what is the the deep need here, and how can I support that need? Um, and again, you need to go way past the surface level Mm -hmm. and it's just it just brings up so many different emotions if you were to just cut that connection with your partner to stop them from trying to connect with you even though you're you don't mean to you don't realize that that's what you're doing but they'll get upset at you they'll get more stressed they'll feel unloved unsafe So many emotions will start running through their head and what they're feeling. Yeah. So let's talk about this PACE method. Yes. This PACE framework that can help you you to respond differently when your partner is reaching out in a stressful, fearful situation, um, really trying to attach to you to to help, to get some help from you. What, What is this PACE method? So P is for patience not pride you want to be able to breathe take a deep breath and really listen to your partner and be patient with them let them say what they have to say listen to their concerns don't be prideful don't be ready to go with your responses just be there for them be patient and listen and for a a is to acknowledge your partner by giving them your full attention, right? This links with listening, giving them your full attention, not looking at your phone, not looking around. So making good eye contact and letting them know that you heard them. I hear you're stressed about this, right? That's how you can acknowledge your partner. Next is C for compassion. And when you express compassion to your partner, you're in a place of, you're in a good place of being willing to help. So asking your partner, how can I support you? How can I help you? And ask if you can share your advice or opinion, if you have one, about their situation or concerns or how they're feeling. Because sometimes your partner just needs you to listen to them. So definitely ask for permission first before trying to give that quick fix answer. Yeah. And I mean, that's what we are called to be as Catholics. We're called to be compassionate. Like 
Jesus. We have got to be merciful as like our Father is merciful. Um, we just got to be there in the in the hard times, empathizing with them, uh, which is E, to <laughs> empathize. Empathize with your partner by putting yourself in their shoes and validating what they're actually feeling. Don't dismiss them for saying, hey, I'm stressed out or I'm fearful. Don't be like, why are you stressed out for? You shouldn't be afraid of that. Like, there's nothing. Well, there is something. Mm-hmm. It's something to them. And that's what you need to learn how to empathize and understand that those are those are opportunities. Those are like the very special opportunities where your partner is trying to connect with you and that you don't want to dismiss that. You don't want to dismiss that connection because that's going to start to create these demons in how you guys communicate um, the back and forth, the deflecting, the deceiving, all these different things that that cause a lot of conflict. Mm-hmm. So what this can sound like when put all together using the example of wedding planning is I hear that you're stressed about everything that still needs to be done for the wedding. You have a lot on your plate right now trying to plan the wedding while still going to school and work. Is there anything I can do to support you? And that's how you can pace yourself, you guys, by being patient, acknowledging your partner, having compassion for them, and empathizing. Yes, and that is the key, my friends, to end the criticism in your relationship because that is not what a relationship should be about. all about. Like The foundation of how you guys communicate, this is not how it was in your friendship level, and you just want to create... And sustain that deep admiration that you had early on in your friendship. Um, and you do that by pacing yourself. So if you want to be a master about these different like skills and behaviors that we should be exhibiting in our relationships, but we just are not. We're having a big struggle doing this because nobody is really teaching us this. If this is something that you really desire to master and have self-control over in developing more virtuous habits of how you communicate, then we encourage you to register for our free workshop. Yes, our free workshop that's happening tomorrow. It's going to be popping. It's called How to Confidently Discern and Prepare for a Holy Marriage Without Struggling with Chastity and Unhealthy Communication Habits. In that workshop, we're going to be revealing our secrets, our strategies that really allowed us to discern marriage with more peace, with a harmonious relationship, with more clarity, with more confidence. And if that's something that you desire, you desire to be a holy couple, you desire to do your relationship the right way and avoid doing it the wrong way, the way that we have experienced in our past relationship, then you're going to want to register for this free workshop that's happening tomorrow. And if you attend live with us, we're going to be giving away our book, The 50 Important Questions Catholic Couples Must Discuss Before Marriage. We're giving that away for free. And again, you only will be getting that if you attend live tomorrow. So click in the link in our show notes, hang out with us, learn everything that you need to develop your relationship before marriage, and it's going to be a blast. With that said, hopefully you guys got some value from this episode. Praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, 
Would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.